Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crocker, aka Andres Podcast. Thank you, thank you for listening from the state of Michigan, the greatest place in the world, where we're number one seated in the college football playoffs. I'd like to thank my buddy Ron for coming back on the show. Hey, Dre, how you doing, man? How's it going? It's been a long Uh, ass time. Yeah, it has. I've uh, been real busy lately, and uh got a nice morning, though. It turned out good. I got a good parking space, so yeah, early morning is great. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I so love. so here it is. It is Monday. No, it's wait, Wednesday morning. Wednesday, yeah. Yep. And uh, okay. I haven't seen this guy in about a week and a half. Yeah, it's been a night. Nice and the last yeah. time you were here, the Red Wings were on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you just came from a trip and i want to hear about it okay yeah it was in uh pittsburgh pennsylvania it was the uh now i forget the name of it but it was mda sponsored and a bunch of other people were sponsoring it um we stayed at a marriott downtown pittsburgh which is a fantastic motel let me tell you um which was paid for i think thanks to whoever paid for that i can't remember the name i'll, I'll have to write it down next time but anyway and uh the, that Saturday was a, a, a meeting with all the people from, uh, we had people mostly from Pennsylvania. Um, one guy was from Michigan, another guy was from New York. Um, there's a guy from Kansas City. So we're, we're kind of all over the United States here, but this is one of the better ones that I attended uh, where we got to talk amongst ourselves. We got to talk about comparing notes, um, disabilities, you know, wives, the whole bit. Um, so this was a very enjoyable one and a very informative one, I'll have to say. And uh, probably one of the better ones I've been to yet. Explain to them what exactly that you went to and why. Well, it's a conference. It tells about Becker's muscular dystrophy. Um, it, it covers health, mental health, um, ways to uh, have certain people that, that help you out, like, say, caregivers or your, your significant spouse, other, your yeah. wife or spouse. Um, and just covering things that we all went through. And the main thing was that when, when guys would we'd pass the mic around and guys would talk and they would say that it, a lot of times they had the same outlook as I did. You know, I want to meet somebody like me. I want to meet somebody and compare notes. I want to, the main thing is I want to get together with people that are like me and make new friends and get a community going. And that helps the community. If you, the more people together, the better community. The more yeah. you get heard, uh, yeah. the more people find out. And, People were talking about certain things like, uh, I'll give you for instance, one guy was talking about handicapped parking. He can still walk somewhat. Um, he doesn't use a cane, but his, he was self-conscious about people parking there thinking that he was breaking the law or he was just lazy. Yeah. And he yeah. admitted that. And I go, yeah, you know, I felt that way before too. But we got to realize whether they think or not, we're disabled and don't worry about what they think. They yeah. have no idea. I mean, yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. So, yeah, that's that's another thing we talked about. And there's yeah. several other things that we compared notes in, but that was yeah. one of them that I do remember. So, yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I think uh, I think I can relate to that because I have a handicap uh, mm-hmm. stick, not sticker, but a. Uh, the parking, parking. Parking. Yep. I have to get one, too. Reminds and, me. Thank you. And uh, they get really, really, really people that. But when I get up out of my car and they don't see my left hand, yeah, they really think that I'm just being a, a complete douchebag. Right. Okay. But it, it, it's not until I start walking and then 
They see my left, yeah, that, my left it, hand. Yeah. And the they kind sign. of, you can tell the attitude toward changes. Oh, it does, yeah. But I, yeah, but I get that. I used to get that a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, I don't even like to park close to the door, especially at Myers or Walmart sure, or any yeah. of those right. local places because people are really generally stupid when it comes down to to oh, to yeah. walking behind you. Yes. And so that kind of creeps true. me out. I that's get creeped out by true. that. Yes. I do too, yes. So that's so why the only reason why I don't do that is, is that for that reason. I get you, sure. So yeah. it, so were there any like uh, key elements, talks about what the doctors are? Uh, yeah, psychi- there was a lot of uh, uh, discussion about cardiomyopathy, um, which I do have, and a lot of people do. Um, there's one guy there, the guy from Kansas, or from Kansas City, Missouri, I think. And don't quote and me on that. Explain anyway, them to what cardiomyopathy is. Well, it's a, it's a heart condition. Um, okay. your, your heart's a muscle. So that is affected too by muscular dystrophy. Yeah. Your heart will atrophy in a sense. Not as quick as your muscles do. But so in my case, the out, the, the out valve isn't as fast as it used to be. Yeah. Okay. So that would now there was a guy in there and he had a heart. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but anyway, what it is, is a thing that helps the valve and it's run by batteries. And it's this big thing wired into your chest. Mm-hmm. You got batteries on the side. He had one of those. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, was and it like cooked they, up? Well, that's, that's. That's the next thing to open heart surgery, basically. It, oh, that's, wow. it is open heart surgery, but it, it's like a pacemaker, but it's supposed to be better. Now, if you're in really bad shape and your valves are failing, you're gonna have a heart failure. That's usually when it's called for. So it depends on your age and your your the your condition rate of your, of your condition of your myopathy. So always like everybody's different. So is it is it hooked up outside the body? Well, part of it's inside. Okay. The heart. Okay. And then there's battery packs, and there's like a charger, and st- I'm not exactly sure if they showed a diagram of it. And I had no clue that existed. Now, that's for somebody that's in real dire, and if they can't get yeah, a heart transplant, that's the way to go. But of course. Hope I don't have to do that, because so there's another... Yeah, but wait a second. That's the, those are the batteries outside, so he I has to... so, yes. So he has to take that off... And then I think he, has he has to, to charge plug into a charger. Yeah, I think he has to have. But a then, charger, how does he so. stay alive in the evening? Well, it's battery operated. So what you do is you charge your batteries, and that's yeah. good for a day. It's just like an electric wheelchair. You got to charge it. If you don't oh, charge okay. it, it won't run. So I basically you have to charge it. But I think I think you can. I think you have it when you're sleeping. I I really don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about that particular thing. That's, that's crazy. What I'm assuming is that you plug it in at night and it charges you. But there's another hassle that you have to worry about bringing it along with you. You have to be aware of that. I mean, that's wow. a, that's a life and death thing. So I thought, wow, he's, I thought I had it hard. But, I didn't, you know, I so didn't yeah. realize that actually existed. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll think of the name. I, I, I should have brought my notes. I didn't really. The wife takes notes. <laughs> I just try to listen. But um, yeah. Uh, and so it was great. Uh, and a lot of people are, are in most of these guys were teachers or oh. retired teachers one guy was retired he was 77 77 and i got to talk to him which is great now he was in a chair and he was in the shape where his, he was losing he had didn't have a lot of strength in his hands yet his arms oh. were losing it he's far worse than i was but i think eventually it does get to the upper trunk oh, yeah. and you end up in the chair and he could still do things but it wasn't as easy as you'd think it was you know you had to could hardly grip and had no weakness and oh wow i did shake his hand but it had to be gentle you don't want to grab and squeeze you know crush yeah they don't have a lot so you can tell when you do that a person but um 
my hand strength is still pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was different. And then there was, there was three guys in chairs. Uh, one of the guys is in a manual chair, exactly the same one I have, which is wild. That's the second time I've been to one of these where somebody had the same exact chair I did. Okay. Um, it's a manual chair. It's a med- Medicare chair. It's a cheap little fleet yeah. chair junk. Oh, uh, while it, before I forget, I did get some good news. The other day, oh. uh, Humana called me, and my wheelchair has been approved. Oh, wow. That's good. Now I have to go. I have to pay the copay, which is going to be about around 800 bucks. $800? Yeah, that's crazy. I know. That's copay. Yeah, I know. I know. It, Jeez. Tell me about it. Yeah. Talk it's about rent. Yeah. yeah. Well, so um, they called me up and said, yes, I'm approved. Um, now you're going to get a gnosis cancellation, which means that they accidentally ordered two backrests instead of one. Oh. They won't approve it for two. You have to have one. So she said, just ignore that. But other than that, you're approved. And you should be getting a call from um, uh, CareLink, which is a wheelchair. They yeah. are the vendor. They they get the chairs delivered to them, and then they adjust it to you after they receive it. Oh, yeah, of course. So I have a copay yet. I have to take up the chair. But finally, I got it. And it's been at least... Oh, more than six months since I ordered it. So if you're going to order a chair, be ready for a big hassle. We ordered, we talked about that at the conference too. About, oh, at least. Uh, yeah, about yeah. expenses and, and how much things are and how it, chairs are expensive. Handy vans, even if you have a used one, are expensive. Yeah. The maintenance yeah. and the, and the, and yeah. the uh, labor is just crazy. But yeah. It's an investment, and I talked to a lot of guys, and they said, "Yeah, you know, it's expensive, but I call it my investment because I need it." Well, yeah, it's investment. Yeah, I need you it. need yeah, it, yeah. of course. And I need I mean, it, and I have to have it running, and I have to put money into it in order to keep it running. Now, can I afford it? Yeah, just barely, but at least I can afford it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't really worse off than me. Um, just because you have this, this depends on what insurance you have or what type of job you have. Now, I'm I'm retired now. But I didn't have a professional job like some of the guys I know have. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my buddies, he, he works at uh, John Deere. I'm not sure exactly what he does, but he makes pretty good money. He works from home. He's on a computer. He knows CAD CAM. He's, he's very computer illiterate, very, very yeah. uh, literate about that. He knows mm-hmm. exactly what to do on a computer. So given that, he's as, he has expenses too, but he can afford them a lot better than I could. More well, yeah, he makes yeah. more money for yeah, exactly. John Deere. Yeah. I mean, and, of course. Yeah, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I thought of doing that myself, but I'm not a desk guy. I'm not a computer guy. I'm not a writer guy. I'm not an office guy. I'm, I'm a hands guy. I'm a mechanic kind of guy. Yeah. So that didn't work. So I, But I kind of thought, you know, maybe maybe I should have done that to begin with. Maybe I would have been better off financially. But yeah. this is before I was diagnosed. So yes. I didn't really... I didn't really think of that at the time yes and by the time i was diagnosed i was almost 30 so yeah and daily a dollar short in yeah. a sense you know yeah but uh, so it's so so it's all right so now okay so so you're gonna get a it's weird that you're gonna get this chair yep and it's probably where right where i work on the second floor yeah Mary and, Bed, yeah. yeah and it's interesting that well that's that's interesting that that it's like the other insurance that you had didn't cover mm-hmm. that, which is kind of weird because well, everyone's yeah, disabled. The, the, well, the, the insurance I have now. Yeah, now that it covers. Now, now it does cover it, but we had to jump through a bunch of hoops. Yeah, but. Did, um, but what you, happened was, is we went to Mary Freebed. I'll give you the whole story in a nutshell. They made the order, but they screwed up the order. They didn't order it right. 
So I had to go back and do it all over again. Now, they said, since we have your order already, we we don't have to do that part over again. We already know what you want. We'll let you know if you can't have it. Um, There are certain things you can't get that are... They're considered a luxury, like a full down rear handles, uh, which are nice because then you don't catch on them. Um, a vanity flap, which what this does is it covers up your, your hind end. Is so Because a lot of people are paraplegic, and what happens is their, their pants will hike down, and they don't notice it. And you're going to oh, have yeah. your butt crack sticking out. So that's called yeah. a vanity flap, which gives you some dignity if that happens. Yeah. Um, that was not included, but I don't have yeah. that problem. I'm not paraplegic. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's fine. I don't need that. I yeah. can get that later or pay out of pocket. Of course. So so then we had to start all over again. So instead of going with uh, Mary Freebed, and we went to, we were going to go to, uh, what's the name? Airway Oxygen. Yeah. But now we're going with CareLink, um, which has their shit together, which Airway didn't. Um, Airway wouldn't approve our insurance. They changed midstream. And that's, that's why so it screwed stupid. us up. Yeah, and, and, and it, it's all. But this, it's the same. It's, but it, it's so like, you're saying you ha- always had the same insurance? Yes. Yes. Oh, but okay. They, they come to find out they didn't cover it anymore. Oh, they, they so would stupid. not cover it. So halfway in between, they go, "Oh, by the way, so now you're you you two steps forward and fifteen back, and oh, it's yeah. frustrating. And it, you're trying to do exactly what you can, but these insurance companies are just they're crazy. It's just there's got to be a better solution. You know what? There, write down that that company. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a pen. All right, and we'll write that down. But anyway, there's. Uh, yeah, write down write down that company that does not. Oh, okay. Yeah. That does yeah, not yeah. approve of that anymore, because okay. I think it, I think I think we need to to make it more clear that you're a health insurance company and you only support certain people or certain things. You're an idiot. Right. Yeah. Ju- to yeah. me, you're just an idiot. I mean, it's like, right. it's like, it's just, just stupid enough for people. Like, so what are you saying? That you're not going to support this guy, right. but you're not going to support, mm-hmm. but you're going to support that guy, or right. that's just bone out stupid. I just, I think yeah, the it, ignorance of it. Right. Yeah, and then Maybe. that's the thing. But it, here's the deal too. It depends on what type of how much insurance you have. Um, there's different grades of insurance. So say you want to go with a gold plan. Well, that's going to cost you much more than, than what say I have now. Okay. Yeah. So that's a kind of thing is what kind of insurance you can afford. And if you can't, and if you're the, in that situation where you're not really poor and you're not really rich, you're in between, you're screwed because you're not poor enough to apply, but you're too rich to apply. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so it, crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's like there's no midstream. It's all either you do or you don't. Because your wife and I are in the same bracket field of uh, taxes. That's correct. Yeah. I kind of yeah. know that because mm-hmm. you you kind of know that because we right. kind of figure out how much I get paid and she gets paid. Mm-hmm. So right. it's just kind of crazy that she's supporting you and the government can't get it through that thin skinhead. Hey. She's doing all the work, and this guy is almost falling down. Oh, he did yeah. fall down. Yeah. Brought to you by liquor. Yeah. No, he, no, you weren't he drunk did. when that. No, happened. no, no. But it, see, that's the thing, and 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 you know, I'm I'm trying to be patient here, but you're gonna tick a person off when you say, "Oh, yeah, it's approved," and oh, wait a minute, no, it's not. I mean, come on. Get real. Let's, get yeah, your head get out of your ass. Let's go. You know, so I am switching insurance companies come January. 
And I, so you're switching God, from so Humana to to probably Priority Health, I believe. Yeah, I heard Priority, Priority Health yeah, yeah. is pretty and good. That's good. Yeah, and we researched it, and there's so much better. Where Humana's got all these little uh, idiosyncrasies, and you know, yeah, I've had it. You know, I just I've had it up to here with it. I'm tired of being sick and tired. And yeah, at the conference we kind of touched on that too. Everybody's in the same boat, and what makes it great is you got this community of people. Now I know of, there's three people, well, I, I would say three to four people now in Michigan that have what I have. That would Just be including Just only three me. people? Just only three people. What? Yep, that's it. Really, Come that on. I know of. Yeah, now one guy was from Michigan, and we were, and now I know another guy from Michigan, and I think there's a, one more guy in Michigan, I can't remember his name, but anyway, they're the only three people that I know of, or including me. That live in Michigan. Now there could be more. We don't. We don't know. Oh, so you're saying that there's three people that are in Michigan that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of interesting. That'd be kind of cool. If you guys could all get together one time a year, not just talk about your disability, but just right, shoot yeah. the shit. Would, yeah, and well, hunt they, out. Yeah, or went to yeah. Red Wings game. And all yeah, that. yeah. I, I thought of that too, but the thing is, is everybody's still screwing over. You got New York. You got Missouri. You've got um, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. You know, and, and you're right. I thought of that. Like a kind of like a convention type thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw this thing on, it has nothing to do with my disability, but it was about little people. And little people, this one convention they have every year, all these little people show up. It's great. I mean, thousands are, well, not thousands, but they have a convention where all these little people show up and they talk about their disabilities. They talk about equipment that you can get. They talk about how they feel and how they're treated in their community. Yeah. But it's a pretty big community. I mean, there's just yeah. lots oh, yeah. of little people. I mean, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, there was no. a, uh, there was a show on cable. I can't, uh, I saw one big with, world, uh, little people, big world or what? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. And I yeah. thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And he had developed a certain bench that you could stand up on and grab onto. And he designed it himself and he was a hands-on guy. He's just a little person, but he could operate heavy machinery. Yeah. Um, he couldn't really do anything that great with his hands because his hands are kind of messed up. Yeah. And he had crutches. But this little guy was operating heavy equipment. He could do cranes. He could do bulldozers. He could do forklifts. And it was incredible to watch him. And he owned a pumpkin farm. I can't remember what their name huh, was. But cool. anyway, so, but just saying there, that's the kind of community that I was thinking that we could have. Like not just a thing talking about medical conditions and what's new. Um, a place where people can get together and compare notes. Um have a camaraderie of different, you know, people in different, well, yeah. different, I mean, we all have the same thing, but they're different types. Well, of, you, it, it, they vary slightly. Like one guy had cardiomyopathy. I've got it. But the guy, other guy has hermathia and now he's got a pacemaker. Hermathia. Well, has, it, the hermathia means. Oh, the uh, cardiomyopathy means your heart. It's, it's a oh, heart condition. So okay. It's, 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 um, and then yours is. meaning heart and myopathy meaning like. The dystrophy in it. Okay. Yeah, there's a thing called dystrophin. So what's so what's then yours and the other guys? The same guy that has the well, one it, you have. Well, everybody is different. They're numb to the same. I mean, we have the same mm. condition. Say it's like you, you walk with a gait. You sway from side to side. You have to push to get up. You, you can just tell by a person. You see somebody like you, and you see it, and you go, yeah, they're just like me. You yeah. can just tell by, by looking at them. But different people have different rates. They have different conditions. We're the same, but we're not. It, it's, yeah. I can't. We have a lot in common, but we don't. But yeah. we're in the same general specific category as mm-hmm. that we have Beckers. But there's a little bit different. Everybody's a little different than each other. 
Yeah. But we do have a lot in common. Um, yeah. So, and uh, there's a lot of guys. There's there was uh, three of the guys that I had met were teachers, or one was retired. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. Um. One guy was a, um, I think he was a computer pro- programmer. I'm yeah. Pretty sure something like that. Um. Yeah. But it's funny because um, one the other guy from New York was a copyright editor. Oh wow! Um, and actually, he is one of the rep. He represents the young people. He's the chairperson for the MDA, Becker's MDA. I can't oh, really? remember. His, I oh, think his wow. name is Jess Westman, I believe. Jess Westman. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's a well not poster child but poster person for that age group in muscular dystrophy. Um, and he's from New York. Yeah, um, let me write and, that uh, down. I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, he's only like 21. Um, a lot of the guys that I met, were, there was two guys there that were in their 20s. Well, three guys, actually, in their 20s. But the rest of them were in their late 40s, maybe. The oldest was 77, I believe. So um, his name is so Jess Westman? Jess Westman, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that'd be a good way for you to keep connected with that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, he's younger, numbers, I just, you know, yeah. as yeah, he gets and, older. And, and, and yeah. he's, to me, when you, I think that when you make contact with people like that, yeah, and he's already doing pretty good for himself, he, might, oh, be, yeah. he's, he yeah. might be so fast and catching on to something that he'll contact yeah. you and say you hey know, i got he something just for you was diagnosed maybe three years ago oh wow so he's still in the early stages he's like i used to be and he has a slight gait but not that you noticed yet and i i like that because that way i can tell him he can look at me and know what he's in for he knows what what's going to happen in, in, in his life yeah not exactly like me but he's got a general idea of what's going to happen and yeah when i saw the 77 year old there i thought oh okay now i know i'm going to live longer I'm not, because a lot of people used to say about three years ago, nobody knew, and they said, yeah, lifespan's about 35. Which 35? Is no. no. I'm, I'm 60. You're like 120 million years <laughs> old. You're like, God damn, no, all I'm like a, a dinosaur. I'm like 62, but I mean, I, I think that's great because that way he can look at me and know that he's got a better life ahead of him. He can still, he's not going to die soon. He's, I can give him pointers. I can say, hey, when you do this, do that. Or if you get this, get that. Because you haven't gone through that yet. Yeah. He hasn't experienced what I have. And I can give him some pointers on, you know, be careful. Most of all, don't do anything stupid. Um, sometimes we're doing something that, that's not stupid and we get hurt. And don't feel bad because it happens. But sometimes we're not thinking and we do something stupid and then we pay for it. Because I wasn't saying when I got broke my femur I was being stupid. But I should have done some preventative. I should have had my chair behind me. I should have did this. I should have did that. Yeah. Now that I know... You know, it's, it's water under the bridge now, but now that I know, so I can relay that to other people that are younger than me. Say, hey, when you do this, try to do this. Just save a lot of pain and sorrow. Yeah. Um, you don't want to get injured. I mean, if you do, it's going to happen it eventually. Happens. And sometimes we get in a car accident. Sometimes we get, uh, I've had a friend that had cancer. Oh, yeah. He beat it. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're susceptible to just about everything anybody else is, except we have a greater risk of breaking bones because our bones get brittle. Um, oh yeah, you know if you don't get enough calcium, you know so. Well, yeah, but that's why I work out a lot. Yeah, and it's and it's good. It now, c- we keeps my muscle. They did cover exercise, um, and you don't really. It's it's hard to explain. It's it's you do and you don't. You can you don't really build the muscle. You keep it toned. Yeah. Now the way they were talking and the way they were going around and talking about different things. I couldn't really tell if they were saying, yeah, you can build muscle, and no, you can't. Oh. 
What I was told is that you can keep your muscle toned, which means as long as you're active, it's yeah. going to slow down the atrophy, which yeah. means your muscles are going to wither slower mm -hmm. than they would say if you just sat in a chair. I'll give you a good example. Um, one of the guys I met there, his buddy was diagnosed when he was younger. Oh, so yeah. his parents put him in a chair. Ooh. So all this time, his legs are weakening. Yeah. And now he can't walk. Ooh. So see what happens is when I was and these other guys were, we grew up, we could, we were ambulatory. We could walk. Yeah. Whether his parents found out he had MD, oh, we got to get you a chair and you're in a chair now. Oh, yeah. He never had a chance to walk. Now, I didn't know I was had it and I could still walk. I, yeah. I, mean, I can stand up now and I can walk a teeny bit, but I can't, I can't get up and just walk anywhere I want to. No. I could fall down. My yeah. legs are much weaker now. But at that time, he could walk, but he was stuck in a chair and now he can't walk because his legs atrophied all that time where oh, he could have been up. So it's kind of a sad story. But, um, yeah, it is a sad yeah, story. So, so his friend, so his friend wasn't there. He was just, right, it's a exactly. story. Yeah. So his parents said, yeah, oh, you got MD. Now we're going to put you in a chair. Well, well, you know what I said before about, about any disability. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're like, when I came to, when my parents adopted me, right. You know, I think the best thing that happened was that my parents didn't treat me like a handicapped person, no, but they, they right. yeah, were absolutely. concerned about other issues yeah. about my yeah. uh, personality or my mm -hmm. uh, ar around certain women or whatever. Yeah. But when it came down to physical stuff, mm -hmm. you know, all I needed was a little bit boost of confidence and then I wanted to be right. like the rest of the kids. Mm -hmm. But I could never uh, obviously compete no. against right. with other kids absolutely. because they had other, dis that they didn't have the disability that I did. But that in itself came me, gave me a sense of um confidence of just being exactly right just an, yeah. an average human being yeah you know that's a good point you made because when i was a kid i didn't get that there's no positivity it was like you do this and you do that you do this and we'll be fine no hey you know maybe we're gonna try this and just see where, when you grew up you had your parents give you plenty of self-confidence plenty of self yeah good self-esteem they did a good job at that because i, I could tell that by the way you talk and you, you talk to people you have that you have that you know you're you're not afraid of anything you know you're well afraid, okay you know you know what i'm saying where i didn't have that well i, I think yours that, you is know? directed a little differently yeah your your parents in the 70s were old school yeah so oh, they're gonna put yeah. the kids in sports and whatever yeah and that's what everyone does mm -hmm. and then in the 70s and early yeah. 80s is that you do what your dad likes mm -hmm. if your dad likes hockey mm -hmm. if your dad likes football baseball yeah, basketball right you're probably going to follow in the same footsteps. It doesn't mean you're going to start, be a player, or, right. or be on the team. But but in that case, and for you, <clears throat> that's kind of what happened. Is your parents thought, well, he must be an average kid, just like any kid other, yeah, uh, around the neighborhood. But they, exactly, didn't really, yeah. but they didn't really put the emphasis that you were more like, oh, you like being camping, you like uh, construction stuff, you like yeah, right, putting yeah. things together. Well, so maybe, that, I mean, that's a different way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, and I'll be specific on that also is that some of the guys I did talk to when they were growing up, they did like sports. They did yeah. compete in sports. Yeah. Um, so there's still some kids with Beckers that start in sports now. They have a little difficulty. They will play sports for a while, but once it's the atrophy sets in and they get weaker, it, yeah. they're going to have to stop. It but, sucks. But now that you're in it and you're interested and you're trying, I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Now, see, 
my parents thought that way, but not every kid likes sports, and I wasn't good at sports. No, yeah, that's the thing. And I liked other things, and unfortunately, they didn't see that. But for anybody nowadays where the kids are growing up, it seems like some of them that want to do this, their parents say, okay, good. You can do this for a while, and we'll encourage you and and be behind you, support you as much as we possibly can until you get to that point where you can't. And that's kind of hard, too. I mean, I, I we did discuss that slightly, too. There's certain things that I used to be able to that I can't do now, and you got to deal with that. And sometimes it's hard. It's really frustrating. It can be very emotional or, you know. Uh, yeah, it can get real Psychological I, kind of I thing. Remember, like just, you know. I remember when I was in school, and the way that the classroom works is that you learn math and then you learn that lesson and then you go to right. the next lesson, the next mm-hmm. part of the math. And because I didn't understand how to catch on to math so right. fast, mm-hmm. I'll be starting falling behind. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of times I'd be so angry that I would oh, break yeah. down and cry because yeah. oh, yeah. I was so frustrated the fact that I couldn't catch on to yeah. something because I was that's falling true. behind. And I will yeah, tell you this. Yeah, I'll tell I everyone this again. If you ever send your kids to a special ed class, it doesn't really work. You have to find figure out a, b- a better way to teach your kid yeah. the same math problem in their way, you know, their level, so that they can catch on to it. Um, I, matter of fact, my son was learning disabled, but he had a tutor. And with people, kids like this, you can't do... Not that there's anything wrong with special ed, but you need one-on-one. You can't have a, a 30 kids and all teach them at once. It doesn't work. You have to have a one-on-one. So we had, had a tutor that went over with my son. He was dyslexic. He had a learning disability like I do. See, I didn't get that when I was in school. I got the yeah. whole classroom, which you have to be. And what you mentioned earlier about just a little bit ago about being frustrated and, and, and upset and sad because you're so working so hard and you don't get it. And then you get angry at yourself. You get this discouraged you feel sorry you feel bad you feel sad you feel angry yeah and i get that i remember that i it's oh, just yeah. like and all the other kids are ha, 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 you don't get it well we don't we have it takes us longer to so i remember that i remember the frustration i remember yeah. the aggravation of it yeah yeah i, I just understand that. yeah unfortunately i think that my confidence was like shot down right because i allow the confidence to be shot down mm-hmm. and that's something that most people don't really understand like other people are going to make fun of you or other mm-hmm. people may not even make fun of you, but you think they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's in your own head. Right. Exactly. And yeah. in reality, it doesn't really matter if they are or not making fun of you. Right. The fact that you just have to carry on and right figure on. out yeah. a better way for yourself to be mm-hmm. better at things that you're not. Right. That's something exactly. that it took me for years. Like, Doing this podcast, I've mm-hmm. always kind of wanted to do it. I don't listen to other people's podcasts because it bores me about their stuff because yeah. they either talk about their criminal uh, podcasts about crimes or right. they're talking about... And I really don't like listening to sports podcasters because they go over the same thing over a week in and week okay. out yeah. of the same players, same per- person. Okay. I like to carry on to the next week yeah. and the next things right. as much as possible. Mix it up a little bit. And then with this... I want to be able to carry on for other people with mm-hmm. disability. Mm-hmm. So I really created it for people who are disabled, who don't have a voice. Right, exactly. And I'm most yeah. likely are going to have, I'm going to ask this girl Zoe to do a podcast with me. She's got, um, she has no 
rest on her left arm. Okay. She doesn't have any of the hands or any of the okay of the forearm. That's part of the the arm. So, so no forearm. It's just no, from no the forearm. elbow back up to the shoulder or yeah. Just, okay. Okay. So basically, that's kind of what so I'm. She, she was born that way, correct? I don't know. Oh, oh I have okay. to ask her. Oh, okay. Oh, but okay. I'm gonna ask yeah, her if she wants right. to do a podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that, would be th- great. Yeah. that way, I might have yeah. other people. Another way. And yeah. I'm gonna ask her about dating. I'm gonna ask her about uh, her uh, oh. point of view about having kids or well, well, stuff like that. Um, uh, the word I was thinking of earlier is advocacy. Advocacy. Yeah. And that you have people for that, or you can be your own advocate. And yeah. that's what the yeah. main stress was at the MDA conference was advocacy. You have to talk about and you have to get out there and you have to stick up and you have to make your voice heard. Yeah. Um, and definitely. that's the main key right there. And that's what my wife does too. And we, we did, uh, we happened to mention that also. Um, so that's a big word advocacy. Remember that. That's, yeah. 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 It's really, it's really important for people to understand that. Yeah. Most people are not going to fight for you. Right. And most right. people who are able bodied people don't fight for each other. No, there's not mm-hmm. able bodied people say, right. Hey yeah. man, Sounds like it sounds great. Yeah. But I don't really don't care. Yeah. Because exactly. yeah, I right. don't know who you are. And I don't really care about your. Right. Success yeah. stories and all that. Society is nowadays. Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, mean, I think I think if you really want to make it mm-hmm. like my, all my heroes. Yeah. From Elvis or Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Or Malcolm X, yeah, or, or even Martin Luther the, King, or George or Washington, George yeah, Franklin, yeah, yeah and all those guys. People, yeah, they made people. it happen yeah. for themselves. They, they did, didn't. Yes. They didn't wait for yeah. King George to tell them, right. you could do that, Mister General Washington. Yeah, but we don't want you to do it, but yeah. you could. And then George, guys, and, I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. George yeah. and everyone else <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you know, you guys suck, so we're going. Create our own country, yeah. so F you. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, sometimes you have to be your own advocate, but that doesn't necessarily mean someone else can be it for you because there's a lot of guys that, that they maybe they couldn't talk, maybe they were not uh, able at the time, and sometimes you do have to have an advocate. Now, my wife would be my advocate, and I'm kind of an advocate too, but she has a powerful voice. She sticks up. She mentions things like, say, if there's not a handicap accessible she might say hey you know what's what's going on here she might send him a letter um, cussing him out and saying hey you know how dare you this or how so she's my advocate and and i'm kind of one too but she's my advocate so it doesn't actually mean you have to be your own advocate you can either have one or you can be your own it's it's up to you depending on your situation but i just thought i'd touch on that word that's a big huge word that means a lot to the well yeah i well i think I think the fact that you have a wife to do it and help you. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. And that's it. Well, it, you should keep my, my caregiver too, in a sense. It's well, like, yeah, she's going while well, she Caregiver has. could mean anything. It could mean like, I have to get you out of bed. I have to bathe you. I have to dress you. I have to, you know. Now, some guy, I don't need that yet, thank God. But some people do. The guy that was in the chair, this 77-year-old, his wife has to get him in and out of bed sometimes. Uh, another gentleman was his wife does yard work but he he can't do it yeah. and sometimes people look at him thinking why is your you're so lazy why is your wife doing yard work because he can't and he brought that up he said you know some how, people, old, how I, old is he he's i'm gonna say in his early 40s late 30s yeah around. yeah you but know. you know he he can't now I, I can i can't really do yard work but i can ride my mower 
So I ride my, no, no, a lot of guys aren't as brave as I am. I got a friend I was talking to and he goes, you're braver than I am. He said, I give that stuff up. I says, I, I, I'm afraid of getting hurt. I said, well, that's totally up to you. But with me, I, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm a guy that'll do things safely, of course, but until I can't do them. And if I can ride my mower and mow the lawn, so be it. I love it. I, I can get out there. I can show people I can still work. Now, if you can't work anymore or, or to a point where you can't do that, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Now, yeah. some people won't understand that. Some people look at you and they get one idea. Oh, yeah. They never think of it. They just generalize yeah. and think, oh, this guy's lazy. Well, he's yeah. not. No. He's got a reason that he's no. he's not working on it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's not he's making his wife do it. God bless her. You know, but, you know, I, I, I'll have to point out, I'll, I'll say this right now. I have to congratulate all the wives, mine in, included, that uh, help us out. You know, they're a big part in our lives. Without them, I don't think I could make it. I really don't. No, I, you know, no, I, I think. I, she does a lot. I think, uh, I think uh, you uh, like you hit a spot. Mm -hmm. Like your wife is your caregiver, but she's an advocate for you or with yes, you. Yes. And the other guy is in his forties. His wife does all the yard work. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I tell you what. You and the other guy had more confidence with women than I did. Mm -hmm. I mean, just right. And I think. I just think that it's just so weird that that some people have that kind of confidence and then mm -hmm. they just carry on to their to right. their lives and then they both meet and both want the same thing or have mm -hmm. kids and not have right. kids but yeah. they want to get married but you know what that's part of me that was never really put into my head about confidence right a lot right. of it has to do with me being my parents thought I was um, maybe a little immature or they okay. thought that was just going to be a a weird a, a weird guy that liked girls mm -hmm. and girls were just like supposed to look not down on me but like treat me like I'm a special needs person. Okay. Like yeah, I have yeah, a family yeah. member yeah. who is my in-laws. Okay. And their brother has some form of let's say uh, mental disability. Okay. He's not Down syndrome. He's not anything like that, but he right. lacks intelligence. Sure. Or gotcha. cognitive. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't really think cognitive thinking, but maybe more like mat maturity. Okay. Or, or inability. I don't know how to explain it, but. Yeah, no, I, I but think I know what you mean. Yeah. But they, family put him in a group home. Yeah. He sits around with other people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. He gets a lot frustrated, I guess, I heard. Because oh, yeah. he's always kind of sure. left out. Yeah. And my parents were kind of going to go in that direction, but I just kind of took the ball in my own hand. Like, right, yeah. well, I'm not doing this schnozzy sh crap no, living in a group great. home. But I will say this. I am the sexiest man in the world. <laughs> I just know I am. <laughs> and uh, I know. I just know. I know because I'm Bill Clinton and all the ladies <laughs> like me. And, uh, got a cigar? Got a cigar. <laughs> Cuban. Got a Cuban. Oh, let's do it. Do they those. have cigars in Colombia? <laughs> uh, I think we got other stuff in Colombia. Hey, these are Colombian. I said Cuban, not Colombian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But look, right. but in reality, right. it's kind of yeah. like I let, that's an aspect of my life that I let other people think about of me. And then I allow the 
that to affect me mm-hmm. where I could easily just gone out with my friends in my 20s, talked to a bunch of girls. And then if a girl likes me, right. then I was sure to start mm-hmm. asking on a date and be in process. Yeah. Moving downtown, which is probably one of the best things, I went to yeah, that scholar place again, mm-hmm. bumped into a girl, and she had a great conversation. She was there to, to meet with her friends. Her friends were working. They mm-hmm. couldn't find her a seat where the location where the bar was. Yeah. where the, the location where there she was okay. but it gave me opportunity to talk to her right and it was kind of cool great that's great yeah and that is something i have to learn how to do mm-hmm. on a daily basis oh, right. yeah yeah with I hear you. with women yeah. who i don't work with or mm-hmm. women who i'm not related to mm-hmm. so when i talk to people who i'm related to or to work with it's a very base foundation you're there to talk to her because you're at work you need Mm -hmm. to talk to her because you gotta figure out nursing stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever family and all that it's the same thing you're just there to chit chat about how how you doing Mm. how's the kids how's my nieces and nephews but then i to learn how to relearn how to just have a conversation about life in general right and maybe not about sports or or politics or Mm -hmm. or whatever can be just generally about life sure, or about right. common denominator things that mm-hmm. will attract you to the opposite sex right so that in itself has been better okay i just yeah. have to figure out right. where to go without yeah. spending a, a, yeah. a bank yeah. on well, alcohol yeah you're you're young yet i mean you, you got time i mean yeah. i can't see you're a, you're a very young man but you've got more time <laughs> you're going to your 40s so yeah, I, I, you got plenty of time to, to relearn that or figure that out. You know, eventually you're gonna find somebody. I, I got a good yeah. you with, but it, sometimes it takes time. Eventually, yeah, if, you know. if eventually I will be in that state of mind. Like, I wish I was single again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. pros and cons to both How come ways. I can't just There's, go to the bar yeah, and watch games? Yeah, but see, that, that, that that's a sacrifice you have now. As far as I I am concerned, it, the way I am, I think that uh, as you go on, things get a little bit better as you're married. You get a little bit more freedom, per se. When you're young, you have your kids, you know, your freedom is not so much. Mm-hmm. But once the kids are gone, you're, you're an empty nester, things start to loosen up a little bit. Attitudes change, things change, and, and there's something to look forward to. Kids come back. But, yeah, well, they do, believe me, and, and I don't care what anybody says, and somebody told me the same thing. Your kids are going to come back at least once or twice, but that's it. They're going to be, I guarantee it, and they were right. They were absolutely right. I mean, now, yeah. I, now I can't say that about every kid, but that's one of the parts. But what I'm saying is, is that it might be a burden when you first get married and you have kids, of course, but as time goes on and the kids move out, things get a little bit better and you get a little bit more freedom. You get a little bit more, more uh, flexibility, as it were. Yeah. Um, and, and, but, you know, but it, I think, um, I, and I'm not going to say marriage is bad. I'm not going to say it's great. It's not for everybody. But if you make it work and that's what you want, mm-hmm. I think it works better that way. If that's not what you want and you're not wanting kids, don't go that way. Do mm-hmm. what's in your heart. I, I Do knew I wanted, what? yeah. Do well, I knew what when you I was like, do. I think I was like 19 or 20, and I thought, and I said, I want to get married, and I want to have kids. This is exactly what I want to do. I you want wanted this. to put your 
ping pong and some girls ding 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 but yeah. that's and, and I did that and it turned out great and that's what I want to do now some people don't want that now sometimes people in that situation don't want that somehow they get somebody pregnant and if they're the right person they don't get the abortion we'll get in that later but they go through with it now they're in a situation where they didn't plan on this right away, but they got to do it anyway, which originally they did not want to do this. Yeah. That can create problems. Or it could so be a be blessing. Careful. It could be a blessing to it. I don't know. But you just don't know. I'm just trying to generalize it with the way I was. So if you're out there and you're, you're in a situation where you, have, you aren't married yet, you're thinking about it, you know, go with your heart. Do, if you want to get married, get married. If you don't, don't. Yeah. You'll know it. You'll know what you're, you're thinking of. You, you'll feel it in your heart. Yeah. Um, I know several people that thought, no, I'm not going to get married. I don't want kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. So it depends on who you are. Yeah, I would have got married if I knew it. You know what? Yeah. If I wasn't such a stingy guy, I probably would have got married. Mm -hmm. Even though and my wife would have been working, I'll be working, and we'd probably make yeah. $80,000 between us. And that'd yeah, be no, fine. That's, that's, that's not a lot yeah. because, no, but, but still, I mean, it's, it's what it is. But I you know I grew up in the era where guys are still the the bread makers of the family mm -hmm. and then yeah, it was funny yeah i, I was my, yeah. my generation was probably the last of that kind because at the I same so, at yeah. the same time mm -hmm. they were teaching women to be the uh more dominant of this two species mm -hmm. and they started working a lot more and more and more and making mm -hmm. more money and so on mm -hmm. but which is i good. mean now I mean, that's where we're at yeah so of anything else that you learn from this Pittsburgh thing, mm -hmm. anything you want to leave? Well, no. Uh, before we see. close this yeah, up, um, God, I think I covered just about everything. Uh, well, j you know, the camaraderie was good. Um, uh, the conversations were good. Uh, the people I met, we had a lot of things in common. I got to make new friends. Uh, that's the main key: is making new friends. I mean, mm -hmm. I can make. Uh, matter of fact, one of those I met a guy who was from England. England, he hello. He, yeah, he stayed. He, what he did is he he was I guess he had money. He had a place in Colorado. They would stay during the, the winter months, and then in England in the summer he would go back to England. But I, I met him, I haven't seen him since. But he was from England, which is kind of interesting. So we're all over the planet basically. We just we don't know how many are, you know. We every day we hear about somebody from Africa or um, some people are in in really bad a bad state where they're very poor they Missouri. have self-confidence they don't uh their country doesn't have the advocacy that we have here they don't have a handicap provisions like say, no. crosswalks and wheelchair lifts and yeah. ramps and all that and yet that's uh, india's one for that too but yeah. these people are in real dire straits and these are the people that come in on bmdrs it's a thing i go to on for people with becker's muscular dystrophy saying how depressed they are and how you know they're at their wits end where they they rather die than go on surviving and we try to say look it yeah it may look bleak now but keep that self-confidence something good is going to happen don't give up now yeah you i know, mean it, being yeah, kind of, and it's hard and i and yeah. i get that and i i can't put myself but i feel very fortunate living in the united states where i don't have to worry about that but some countries you do yeah some countries yeah yeah and, and yeah you're going to struggle happens so and, and, and even America, I mean, you can be, sure, yeah. you can feel Absolutely, alone yeah. and depressed. Mm -hmm. But remember, if you're a handicap and you don't have nobody, just remember, you're lucky because then you don't have to worry about some 
girl, guy yelling in your ear, blah, 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 blah. So remember that. Or you could be married and get some hanky-panky, and then you still don't know why she's mad at you. Been there, done that. See? Yeah. I mean, there's all the ways looking at it. Yeah. I mean, there's always, there's always other ways to make you happy, sports, um, favorite shows. I tell people if you're disabled, mm-hmm. go out. Remind yourself that you're not there to meet somebody, but you want to enjoy the environment of other people oh, yeah, having a exactly. good time. Because right. if Absolutely. you enjoy the environment yeah. of other people having a good time, eventually mm-hmm. your confidence with talking to different people at the bar, because I've talked mm-hmm. to a couple of people at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to a couple of people mm-hmm. who are married and mm-hmm. have no kids yet. And mm-hmm. And some people just gravitate to my conversation mm. with them. Mm. And some women will gravitate towards me. But mm. it's not about, it's not really about just getting laid or just getting like, oh, I'm going to have to find somebody because, because I have to. No, right. just no. enjoy the environment. Eventually, no, I, the wave yeah. will turn back to yeah. your well, direction. You got good socialization, I would yeah. say, because you can go up and talk to people that are stranger. I, I, I have trouble with that. I mean, now if somebody starts a conversation, say a friend of mine with a stranger, and then we all get three talking to it, I get that. But I can't, I don't usually walk up to people and start talking because I, I, well, I'm just what, that way. I, so I what guess, I do you know, is go to the bar, sit mm-hmm. there by myself, yep. my own business. Yep. Uh, some guy and his wife or girlfriend, mm-hmm. hey, can we sit there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then we'll start a conversation. Well, what am I drinking? And like, yep. oh, this is good. Yep. This is, sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I will talk about, Stuff like say, um, um, where they're from, where I'm from, and that's mm-hmm. how you create a conversation. Right. Okay. And the same thing with a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you park? I asked a girl. She said, "Oh, the park sucks down here." Oh, why did you right. come down here? Oh, I just made a friend. Blah blah blah. She was working, and she wanted mm-hmm. me to visit her while she's working, and so on and so forth. Right. And I asked her what she's drinking, and we talk about life and TV, movies, and all that. Right. But I didn't do that in my twenties. It was and I think that one of the best things ever happened to me was I hung out with Big Sexy. Yeah. Big Sexy is a black dude that we talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We work together yeah. with when we all oh, work yeah, together. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yep. So. Good guy. Because he was able to show, like, he did, he's not that good-looking guy. He's an average. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's got a big smile, big heart. Oh, he's funny and hell, too. Funny. He's got a great sense of And him. he laughs a lot. Yeah. And that's something that Great self-esteem too. Yeah, he could. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, he's. So it was good that I hung on with him. Yeah. In my time, I just wish I just caught on to more of that uh, pace faster than, right. yeah. than now. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think I use his personality as a life support of my social life. Right. So whatever was happening in his life mm-hmm. was part of my life, mm-hmm. which really shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. It should be more like. His life and our life and our friend's life are right. a piece of our social life, mm-hmm. not particular your social life. Right, exactly. So by saying that, it's like, if I did what I should have done, probably would have met a girl, probably had kids. Yeah. Now I would have been invited to more family mm-hmm. outings with them. So they say, hey, we'll be at the park. Why don't you come down and we'll have a, a, a picnic or come up back to our place. Mm-hmm. And then that way I introduce my girlfriend or my wife with right. them. There you go. Yeah. So 
you have about 45 minutes left. Okay. So, okay. yeah, about 46, no, about 36 minutes left. Okay. okay. So, so we're, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. And I think I want him to address that people, I think I need to address to people that it's about confidence. And my, and my podcast is about bringing more confidence to people. Mm-hmm. It's the Crazy Dre podcast show. I talk about life. I talk about sports. I talk about disability. Yeah. I talk about anything that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when Ron falls, like, huh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> no, I don't. No. no, I don't. No, no, I know you don't. No, I just, I know. We're just being humorous. We're trying to be humorous. And, uh, yeah, we, we try to cover a variety of things, not just one thing. To keep it upbeat, keep it unboring. I mean, yeah. and we make it along in the tooth, but we got such a, such a good conversation going um, that uh, we get carried away. We don't watch the time; time just flies. Um, but we will. We want to start probably having callers come in of people that I know, people yeah, that you good. know, um, with different disabilities too. We could talk to them, yeah, and have them online or have them live on phone. And we could discuss with them, you know, what's going on. So we could have a, we can have guests on the show, but not particularly here. We could do it yeah, any part. Of the I still got to so, figure out how that works. Yeah, we're, we're gonna. I have no idea that, how that works. But, uh, once we try to do that, I think we'll get a lot. But uh, yeah, that's something I have to learn how to do. Yeah, I'm about to find somebody and show me. But thanks, thank you for listening to the Crazy Jay Podcast Show. I'm gonna try to have, like I said before. With Parlay, Sean, and I, we have one on Thursdays and Sunday or Monday mornings mm-hmm. about sports, the, uh, the, or the weekend of the sports recap. With Ron, I'm going to try to have it on Mondays or, like, say, a Wednesday or Thursday. So yeah, I might have yeah. two episodes, we may, one yeah. of sports and one about life, yeah. disability, Just, yeah. and challenges, yeah, or whatever we, it is. Yeah. So you, I might have a double whammy. So mm-hmm. usually I might have Ron's. On Monday mornings episode. Yeah, we're going to try it because your schedule is so different. Your schedule is always changing, and it's hard yeah. when you have a flexible schedule like that that we can't really do it on a certain days. But once you get to a point, say, if you had a job where you, can, where you didn't work weekends, that would save us some time too. You know, and yeah, we be nice. have it on a certain day. But now that your schedule is so different and up in the air, it's hard to do that. So yeah. kind of we'll try to work on it, and we'll try to do what we can. But thanks for being patient with us. It's a, yeah, it's it yeah, it's a time. it's it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I gone this far. I like to think people from Germany, Indonesia, uh, all over the world. That's all the world. That's, that's I got people in Canada great, yeah. listening. That are great. That's, yeah, that's great. pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, that's, awesome. that's what we do. We're doing yeah. the crazy Drake podcast show. I like to thank my boy right Ron for showing up. Oh, hey, no problem. Glad to be here. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. I'll I'll be here. We'll we'll talk about several different things. So yeah, glad we'll I talk. Could give you some input. Yeah, we're talking about how Ron makes fun of us, me and Parlay Sean, for getting upset about our Detroit Lions or our parlays, and then he flips out when the he Red Wings <laughs> are about to lose, and then they end up winning. Yeah, but I don't bet on it. Yeah, but still, you go. Get all flustered. But that's in the sports. I'm getting into I, I love the hockey. I think it's great. I love Just, the hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's great. All right. Peace, love, I'm out. We'll see ya.